Hey everyone, welcome to the Austin Steve Experiment. I'm your host, Steve Sales, joined as always by Austin Williams. Wow, that I, I that I, was a pretty weak introduction. Dude, I'm I'm tired, man. It's nine in the morning. Steve's got some serious bags under his eyes oh, right God, now. Dude, it's bad. It's bad. I yeah, I graduated on the first, so you know I've been I've been up for a while now. <laughs> I've been up I for had, a while now. <laughs> I had this weekend I was at a friend's house and I could. I didn't go to bed till like three o'clock in the morning, and then the next day I had five graduation parties I had to go to, and I had to drive from Oneida. I had to drive from Brewerton to Oneida to work, back to Oneida, to Liverpool, to Camillus, to Cicero, to Fayetteville, and then back to Oneida. I was in the car for four hours that day. My day wasn't quite as crazy, but I had like three, and I went from Oneida to Palermo to back to Oneida and then to Rome. And then I had another party to go to in Rome. So not as crazy, but a long day nonetheless. Yeah. I'm still, I'm just, I'm just reeling from the the aftershocks of that, that two day span. So I might need another day or two here to recover, but should be good to go by the draft. So, you know, now one thing also worth mentioning before we get in here is Austin is wearing a LeBron James Lakers Jersey. And I think we all know how this episode is going to go. So I'm going to try to keep talking so that Austin doesn't somehow announce that the Lakers are going to three-peat at some point during this. So just keep that in mind as we go through here. So I think just also keep in mind, as long as LeBron's under contract, you know. Actually, I, is, he's not even – oh, no, he's got three more years. Three more. Right. I, I'm a Lakers guy. Not not really. I'm still a Cavs guy. People, people always say I, – I, I will frame you as a LeBron guy. I'm a right LeBron now. guy, but I'm also a Cavs guy. So yeah, but we, until they get good again, I think we're when all when all those picks that the Lakers don't have start to, you know, become an issue, then that's when I can jump back to yeah. the Cavs. Okay. So, all right. All I right. mean, I think I've earned it. <laughs> all right. So do you want to get started on the finals? Yeah, let's do it. So I mean, like, obviously, there's not not too much that hasn't already been said. Like Toronto was awesome. Kawhi Leonard, pretty good, as it turns out. Um, Golden State. I don't. Some people want to knock Golden State. Like, I, I think you can give Toronto a ton of credit and at the same time also, like, not talk about tr- how trash Golden State is. Right. You know? Because in the end, like, Golden State literally, like, just fell apart in the span of, like, a week, was it? They lost Looney, Durant, Thompson, and did they? No, they didn't lose somebody else, but they had a few other guys that were kind of nicked up. Like, I don't think it's like an excuse necessarily. I'm trying to think. I feel like those are the only three. But like when you're looking back on like how good this Golden State era was, I don't think you can be like, oh, they suck because they lost at Toronto Finals. Like I don't, I don't know if that's really. Yeah, I'm worried about the outlook of like historically the outlook of this finals, like when it concerns Toronto. I see, but I don't, I don't want to like use that as an excuse because in the same way that like I don't use like uh, the Cavs team, like when they lost Kyrie and Love, like. I don't want to use that as an excuse for Golden State. Like, I don't want to use this as an excuse for why Toronto won. Because, like, this Toronto team was really, really good. Right. Like, they they came out hungry to win, and they just – they throttled Golden State. They didn't give them a chance to overcome those injuries because they were so good. Right. Um. Yeah. Like, this was a really well-constructed team with a lot of really good players that deserve to win a championship. Yeah. I I mean, Toronto – I mean, they, Golden State still had the majority of their roster in those first, what, four games? They had – they, well, so game five, Clay missed, right? Game, Clay missed game three. Durant oh. was out until game five. Looney, Looney, like couldn't move his right arm for most of that series. I think. I don't remember if he got hurt 
in yeah, he got hurt early, but he still played until games five and six, and they're like, yeah, you're done. Even though it was like just last week, it feels like it was like a year ago. I'm like, I know. Like, and it so sucks because like the Anthony Davis thing is like totally overshadowing Toronto now. Like Toronto got <laughs> Toronto got a day and a half where everyone was like Toronto, and now it's Anthony. Rich Davis. Paul's like, all right, Toronto, yeah. your day is. Rich over. Paul's like, that's cute. <laughs> and so, but I mean, yeah, this Toronto team was great. I lo- like Gasol and Kyle Lowry. Like I, or, you know, I'm not a big Kyle Lowry guy, but like Gasol got his ring. Like happy for him, good stuff. Fred VanVleet, baby Magic, it was fun. Like it was, it was a really fun team to watch. You know, it's kind of funny. There were a lot of what ifs. Like, what if Toronto had won that game two? Then Katie would never have played in game five. Mm-hmm. And he never would have gotten injured. Like, I don't know. When did or did Clay did Clay get hurt in in the Toronto series before they made a miss game three? Or was he hurt already? I, he I got remember. he kind of got hurt. I think. Because he, he strained he the hamstring, something. and that's why they pulled him out. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the timeline too well, but you know, yeah, like, I think he came out and then he went back in and then they didn't play him the next game. If I remember correctly. Yeah. But so I'm, I'm going to be interested now to see what happens with Toronto because Kawhi, I've been saying, I don't think it was even the, the, like the finals and everything. I think it was really the shot against Philly that like gave Toronto more of a chance to re-sign him. Um, I, what do, what do you think? Like, like you think, the, the odds that he comes well, back? Do you think it's like... A foregone conclusion? Yeah. Because he still has all the, the penthouses and all the food and everything. <laughs> Technically, that's all still on Kawhi the free here. Yeah. Um, I Honestly, I, re- I would be really shocked if he left. And I think that there are only a few places he would actually realistically leave for. And none of those places being in the East. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, this is pretty important. Like, this is pretty important because th- this totally changes the power balance of the league too like because if he leaves i i would feel pretty comfortable saying philly is if philly runs it back like philly would be in pretty good position to at least like make a conference finals run make a finals run maybe as long as they resign jimmy yeah i i think that i i think that i'm pretty confident in that but we we can get into that a little bit later um because i just like he did so much for the city and if i were Kawhi, i would have a lot of trouble leaving toronto especially you know with all the free stuff and everything but right. they've made it very difficult for him yes. to leave but at I the think. same time he was in basically a perfect situation in san antonio who he had already won a ring with and everything and then he's like yeah no well i think that, and it's the market's different and everything but, but i think that that relationship was beyond repair that's i mean it's a little different right yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. Things it have is. happened. Certainly, and I, I guess they they catered to what he wanted in terms of his health a little bit more than San Antonio did. Right. But um, I still have issues with how he handled all that. But that's you know that's an <laughs> argument for another day. Um, but I guess we we don't know we don't know Kawhi Leonard, so we don't know how much he really wanted to go to the Clippers. Like we don't know, you know. And how do we know if it really is the Clippers? I mean. I just uh, there's like this sort of narrative is formed from all these rumors that he's only going to go to the Clippers. Like, what is there a chance that he goes to the Lakers if they can afford him? Like, well, they can't. They can't now. Right. They can't. So it doesn't matter anyway. Unless Davis waves it. Unless he takes less. No, I think they said it doesn't matter now because uh, we can talk just really quickly. They said that they're going to get the trade done on the 6th of July. And because of all the cap numbers and stuff, they're only going to have 23 and a half million in cap space so even if he waived his trade thing 27 no it's 23 and a half so that's 20 it would be 27 if he waived the trade thing i thought it was 31 if he waived the trade thing that's if they did it by the third if they did it on the 30th 
if they waited to do it on the 30th of July. Yeah. But they're doing it earlier, so the cap works a little bit differently. I don't remember all the specifics, but it's all based on like the. It's very confusing. Yeah, they have a lot of really weird like time based things. Yeah, it's it's the, really the because NBA of all is the, weird like that. it's because of the max the rigid contract structure. Like they make it really different. Like the NFL, like there's no specific contracts you have to give people other than rookie deals and the NFL minute in the the veteran minimum. Right. So pretty much you can trade people whenever, and there's really not that big of an issue. Um. So, I mean, the NBA, obviously the salary cap is much more complex and difficult to navigate. Um, But so the basically, unless a new report comes out that they are going to change the date when they do the trade, the Lakers will not be able to get another max guy, which, again, we'll talk about later. I think that's good for them because I think Palenka would have messed that up anyways. But um, so I, I like just after this run, I can't imagine Kawhi leaving. But I just like earlier in the season and all that, like we've had a whole year where everyone was like, Kawhi is not staying. He's going to L.A., all this stuff. So I, it's hard. Well, it all depends on how he wants his career to kind of be viewed. Because like last year, around summertime, he was viewed as kind of a villain almost. Mm. And I feel like he's become the hero. See, but I think even if he goes to the Clippers or something, like even if he leaves Toronto after this one year, what he did this year was so great that right. like I think that's just that that version of him is just going to be burned in people's minds for like five years. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to matter regardless, and I don't even think he cares. Yeah, he his, definitely does not I don't, I don't think he care. cares about his perception. Like if if LA is where he wants to be because he's from there, then he's going to make that move. I think ultimately. Yeah. And I mean, and if he wants to win, I guess like I think honestly, the Clippers would be a better path moving forward simply because like they're a better run franchise mark gasol well they're a better run well i mean that's not a knockout oh i'm talking about the clippers versus the raptors oh okay um like masai is really good but he might leave we don't know like people are offering him stuff and gasol and lowry are ancient and you don't know how well they can keep that up for too long you know why why would he leave toronto i think it, it would be solely because he wanted to be in la i think that would really be the only reason like I've if heard, if I've I only was heard Washington, where, where or no, yeah, never mind, forget Masai. Oh yeah, I Washington, but I'm assuming if Washington's going to offer him, you know, like other teams are going to be like, oh hey, here's more money, like you know. yeah. But I I don't see Masai leaving. No, I don't, no. like I I don't see why he would, you know. No, I I mean, there's yeah, that just wouldn't make any sense to me. No, why you would want to go? Oh, that'd be crazy. Live in mediocrity. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but so Kawhi. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable making a prediction one way or the other with Kawhi because he's Kawhi. Like I have no idea what he's gonna do. I'm kind of at the point where I feel like you can tell me he's going to Sacramento, and I'd be like, okay. Like <laughs> I feel like definitely returning, but then like that ounce of doubt kind of creeps in, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely a scenario where I could see him bolting, and it's like, I wouldn't. If I'm a Toronto fan, I really wouldn't be that upset about it because because he, he did just... something that nobody in our franchise has been able to do. Mm-hmm. If I'm a fan, yeah. So, um, I, w- I will say the one thing I do feel comfortable about with Kawhi is he, I don't see him taking like a short-term deal, like an, a one and one deal with Toronto. Like just given his injury history, I think it's important for him to just get his five-year max or four-year with another team. He can make more in Toronto, right? He can't. Well, yeah. So yeah. Cause they traded for him. They can offer him their, the, the lower version of the Supermax. Um, yeah. So and they get the extra year too. It's one forty, right? 
Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But so I, I think it makes wherever he goes, I expect him to take that four or five year deal, not just like some short term one or two year thing. Right. So wherever he goes next, he will be there for the foreseeable future. Right. Um, moving on. Yeah. Um, so we, oh, Golden. Yeah, we should probably talk about Golden State now too, right? Yeah. The outlook, just because like that dude, that sucks. Like, yeah. Just watching your team just like well, I guess you you've experienced that before, right? Like, your team just collapsing before you're like losing an arm, <laughs> and then you're like, all right, I got this, and then you lose a leg, and you're like, oh, okay. right? God, that must have been brutal for Golden State fans. Um, well, I mean, this series is always going to have an asterisk next to it. I mean, as much as I, as much as you don't want it to, let's give it the smallest asterisk possible. But it will. Like you know? if Go- yeah, I mean let's put it this way. If Golden State was healthy, Golden State would have won. Right. I think if Clay if Clay Thompson played, if if Clay Thompson was healthy, I think they Toronto had- could have still won that series. But I think Golden State still had a shot. Like I think Golden yeah. State won if Clay was healthy, I had Golden State winning game six and then I had them losing game seven. But I definitely like I just the way that game was going, I think if Clay had not gotten hurt. I think Golden State would have won Game Six. They would, have, yeah, they definitely. I think they would have won Game Six just the way that was going, and he was shooting like he was. Crazy. Oh my god, was, he was. I think he had finished the series like fifty-seven percent three. Yeah, awesome. he he was ridiculous. He's yeah, he's far better than Steph. By the way, no, he Steph was th- <laughs> Steph was thirty-six and six as the main guy who was getting triple teamed the whole time. The Steph is plays bad in the finals narrative is dead. It's gone. Doesn't exist. But whatever. <laughs> um, 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah, it's too, it's hold on, yeah, it's it's nine thirty one. It's too early for me to get mad about this. Um, so I mean, if Golden State was healthy, they would have won, but they weren't healthy. So you know, like I'm not gonna give them a, a false championship just right. because. Like I'm not gonna say they won four championships when they only won three. But right, the I'm, same, I'm not defending Golden State by any means. I'm just saying. Yeah. But it, it's like like you can't. I'm not going to hold this against them in the future either. Like, they, oh, they lost two finals. Like, well, you know, like Golden, they, one of them, you know, they weren't really. It wasn't Golden State. It was Steph, Draymond, and the corpse of Iguodala. That was about it. Right. Boogie um, was just, bleh, by the way, like that was. Tough he had that watch. one game. He had the one game, game two. He was he game was two, awesome yeah. game two, and then game five he had like a nice ten minutes, and then he basically like almost killed the game for them at the end of it. And then he was just never the same after that. So that was that was rough, man. Um, I don't think he'll come back just because he's kind of interesting. What his market will be, I, think. I know. I because he's not going to take a backup role, and he's obviously going to want a little money. But I think the only way he's going to get that is if he goes to a bad team. Like he's going to have to go to Washington and just like put up some bad stats and get a little bit healthier. You know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking, at least. I'm like running the numbers right now. Where he would go, how much he would make. I think he'd probably get around the 15 million range, right? You 10, think so? 10 to 15. I don't know. I, I'd say a little bit closer to 10, just because he, you know, he he showed the series. You know, he's he's not back. Like there are teams fully. that I think would overpay for him. Well, and that's the thing is, I think it's it's the bad teams that are going to pay for him. I don't think you're going to see like the you're not going to see uh, Dallas or somebody go. I was just going to. Well, just, they have KP now, though. So, like, isn't I was there, just, they were the of, one team I was just thinking of that might. Actually, they're dumb enough. I guess they might do it, but I wouldn't. It's kind want, of funny. That I you wouldn't said want that. to do it if I were them. You would want. to? I do would it? not. Oh, you would not. No, I just I think there's overlap there with Porzingis. You don't want both of your big men to have. Well, he's huge more of in, a power forward anyway. Porzingis, dude. Porzingis is like seven three. Yeah, but he's you know he's stick. a shooter. Yeah, he's a stretch. Uh, all right, whatever. Um, I mean, well, and and regardless, I if you were going to start both of them together, like I guess you could play Porzingis at four, 
But I don't want both of my starting big men to have really big injury concerns. Right. And my my only five to like literally not be able to jump off the ground for room protection. <laughs> right. I guess here here's what I will say. Porzingis can play at the four, but Boogie's lack of rim protection at all at the five is like kind of wasting Porzingis's defensive utility, I think. Right. Yeah. So Dallas, so. Dallas could possibly be dumb enough to do that. What about Houston? Get rid of Capella somehow. Cause I think, like, I think it's their be, only asset to get better. I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, but I don't think he's, I don't think he makes them better than Capella, honestly. Because again, defensively, well, they can get Capella's like a wing. Just so much better than Cousins defensively. Yeah, and I don't. I I mean, offensively, I think he'd be okay, just because he doesn't have to move around a ton. But like the reason I don't think he goes back to Golden State is without Clay and without KD, it's basically. And if they, I'm assuming KD still leaves. I'm assuming he leaves anyways. They're gonna max out Clay. Yeah, and they're they're gonna be able to get rid of Livingston. Like they they can stretch him. But unless Iguodala retires, they still don't have any money to spend on shooters or anything. So it's basically going to be Steph, Quinn Cook, and Draymond. And it's going to be like Steph just take 15 threes a game. And they're just going to be running up and down the court the whole time. Right. And I can't imagine a worse environment for Boogie than that. Like yeah. running. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think he needs to find like a bad team that's not going to like jack up the pace a ton, you know, and just pile up some stats. Is it a foregone conclusion that KD's gone? Like you just kind of said. Well, so that's the thing. I I think the probability is a little bit higher that he returns to Golden State for like a year or two. Because he has the opt in, doesn't he? Oh, he does have the opt in, doesn't he? I didn't even think about it. It's like 31 and a half million. He could pick that up. Um, Because certainly I I wouldn't be surprised if he's just like, all right, I'll take the year, recover, and then I'll get healthy by the playoffs, and then we can make another little run here. I don't think he will be healthy by the playoffs. Do you? I mean, Oh yeah, the, I mean, I, I, I think that they told him, or they just said the other day that he's not going to be back next year. They said they ruled. It I out. mean, it wouldn't like I, I that would probably be the smart thing to do, sit out. But like, if Clay gets healthy, like towards the second half of the year, and like they're about to make a playoff run, like I could see them trying to nudge him, be like, hey, like playoff yeah, run. But that's you know? exactly what happened the previous year. So you, you know, at that point, well, that's certainly far less, far more removed than the. Um, well, right, yeah, but. Still, yeah. I mean, like, if I were him, I would just go to New York and just heal and wait. You know, that's what I would do. But like, would I be surprised if he stayed for at Golden State for like a year? No. But if he opts in, he also he can he re-enter uh, the market next year. Mm-hmm. So that might also be something to consider. But it would it would be the same contract that he could get offered. Oh well, because yeah, yeah be, because it wouldn't be um he wouldn't be getting traded to New York, so it would still be that same four year supermax deal on the table. It would just, he'd be getting it a year later, which honestly with the Achilles and everything, he might want to just get it now in case he's not the same, which I find it hard to believe that he would opt in. I mean, it's a possibility, but I just, and I don't think, I don't think the Achilles is going to destroy him because at the end of the day, like his main at his biggest strength is his shooting from everywhere. And he's so tall, he can just shoot over anybody anyway. So he doesn't need to jump super high. You know, like if Steph had an Achilles injury, yeah, that would be a bit of a problem. But like Kevin Durant just shoots over everybody anyways. So I think obviously he won't be as dynamic, but Kevin Durant will be fine. Kevin Durant will still average over 20 points when he has an Achilles. And with AD going to the Lakers, it kind of, that was kind of phase two, I think, for the Knicks. Now it's like, all right, let's just get KD and ride him into next year. They they have the very they, somebody else. They need to get KD. Like God, can, Knicks fans like 
The Knicks can't catch a break. Dude, this is awful. The people thought that they could get KD, Kyrie, and then one of Anthony Davis or Zion. They have neither Anthony Davis or Zion, probably not Kyrie, and KD just tore his Achilles. That's <laughs> awful, dude. That's terrible. Yeah, there's no way they're getting Kyrie. Yeah, no, no I chance. I would highly doubt that they get Kyrie. Um, honestly, I don't even know. I don't know if they'll get another max free agent, dude. Yeah. Um, maybe they maybe they won't want to. I don't to think Kemba. Kemba. I'm not thinking Kemba. Um, Tobias Harris is going to the Nets or Philly, I would imagine. Uh, not Kawhi. Not Middleton. Uh, is that all of them now? Anyone I'm forgetting? I don't um, think so. Clay, well, Clay's name with Golden State. Jimmy, yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd get Jimmy. So that's all of them. I think they just get KD, and then I think they save it for next year. Maybe the Knicks will sign Boogie, and they're just like, hey, run wild this year because KD's hurt. Like, no <laughs> expectations. <crazy>. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if I'm the, yeah, if I'm the Knicks, I just try and make sure, like, make sure KD's still coming and just lock it down for a year and try and get another high pick. Yeah. I mean, at this point. And you hope Dallas sucks too, and then you get Dallas's pick. And with all the bad luck the Knicks have had, you just got to, like, take your chances and lock them down. Yeah. Don't don't try and get cute with anything. Yeah, like just yeah, that's that's brutal, man. Um, okay, so what were we talking about before the? Should we talk about the biggest thing that happened? Yes, this weekend? but why don't we take a break? You're gonna hear a word from our sponsors, and then we will get back to the Anthony Davis trade. All right. Sensation. Okay, Anthony Davis trade. Austin has thoughts. I'm not going to let him say his thoughts because they're going to be outlandish. <laughs> um, I don't think this is an overpay for the Lakers. I know. I, everywhere I go, it's like, oh, the Pelicans won the trade. Like, I don't know. Like the the Lakers got Anthony Davis. Like, th- this is not an overpay for Anthony Davis. No. This, this would be an overpay for Chris Middleton or Tobias Harris. This is Anthony Davis. This is not an overpay for Anthony Davis. What is he? A top? Is he a top three player? Is he a top four uh, player? Like, I mean. He can be. He was at one point in time. I wouldn't say he was this year, but he can be at his peak. Absolutely. Right. Um, and you figure LeBron is still – I mean, he might not well, be the number one guy still. I would he's be, at least top five. LeBron, LeBron makes me a little nervous, but offensively, yes. In the playoffs. At the very least, yes, LeBron can still get to that level, I, I, I would hope. Now, granted, yeah. again, the health I'm, – I'm a little concerned about the health with LeBron going forward just because he's, he is getting older and he did get hurt. He's a super soldier. He's had all, he all is, the playoffs off. And he, he, he is. He is. But again, Father Time. Father Time takes his toll on everybody. You know, like I, I would. I'm a little hesitant. But at the same time, like I can think that the Lakers, like this is a good deal for the Lakers, and at the same time, still like the Pelicans player, the players the Pelicans got. Like I really like Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Like they're not. Like people were saying they were trash, or people were saying they were really good. There really wasn't much middle ground. Like I just, I really like those guys. But, again, it's Anthony Davis. So you trade those guys for Anthony Davis when you have the opportunity to. To me, they gave up a backup shooting guard. Point Josh guard. Hart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's point, all, that is all Josh Hart will ever be. A point guard that can't shoot. A small forward that can't really shoot. I mean, he can at times. He wasn't that bad. The, that last month, like though, when he was 32%. cooking, it was like, no, I think he got it up to like 35. Like by that last month. But I got to look at that last month. That's like his peak. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, and he wasn't really compatible playing with LeBron. I no, because he played like the same position. Like right. and he needed the ball in his hands in order to be effective. I mean, it's not like the Lakers could have used him 
that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think of all the ball dominant players they had last year too. Like it just was not a good fit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pull up this thing here. Last season in 52 games, he averaged, Oh God, where'd it go? Uh, oh God. Basketball reference, please. He averaged 18 points, three assists and four rebounds. But by after the all-star break, he was much improved. I just have to find those stats. Um, you keep talking. Okay. I think the key was not giving up Kuzma. Like I'm really Well, yeah, you could you couldn't give up you couldn't give up everything. I think honestly, you couldn't give up everything. I mean, from the Pelicans perspective, they got a lot. Oh, and they wait, got a lot on. of picks. Here we go. Brandon Ingram after the All-Star break, 28.4 points, 7.6 rebounds, 2.8 assists, shooting 58% overall, 47% from three, 75% free throws. Obviously, the three-point shooting is an anomaly, like isn't going to do that for a season, right? But the potential's there. I mean, but people are just going to sag off him. And well, the, the problem the, the problem with what the guys the Pelicans got is that their theoretical starting lineup has almost no spacing. Right. But they're not supposed to be good right now. It's like, so like last they, year's Lakers. Yeah. So, But like they're not supposed to be good right now. They can take the time to just kind of develop a little bit, make sure, see if they can get a shot out of Zion, you know. Mm-hmm. And... And then I think they're gonna. The expectation is they're gonna trade the number four pick. They can trade that for a guy that shoots theoretically too. So, um, but it, does that make sense? What trading for a guy? I mean, it seems like they're trying to like rush into the playoffs if they do that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's if they don't if they don't like any of those guys at number four, they might just try to get another young guy. Why not get like a DeAndre Hunter or a Jarrett Culver? I mean, if, if, like I, wing like that. if I was David Griffin, I probably would. I would probably do that just because those guys would fit the timeline of everyone else. Right. You know? Like, that's why I would do it. But if they want to try and accelerate it a little bit, I guess like that's that's probably why they would trade it. But who, the, would, who would they be getting? With that? I, the best I get is a, a player of like Zach Levine or it's a, a guy at that talent level. Like right. not gonna, not necessarily like a needle mover, but like a guy that can push you in the right direction. But I don't think Levine is that guy. That's that's whole thing for me. But, no. <laughs> um, or like an Aaron Gordon or somebody. I don't know. Like I, I bet it would be Aaron Gordon would be. I would. I, I would expect it to be like a talented guy who has been either miscast or like not um, slightly disappointing. You mm. go for them. Okay. I saw people floating around like number four for Miles Turner, which would be awesome for the Pelicans. Like Miles Turner fits their timeline. Like f- plug in all those holes as a shooter and defender and everything. But how much better is he than a Julius Randle, though? Oh, he's ten times. Well, he's the role. The role he plays is much better because Julius Randle is, is the Zion role, right? Like Julius Randle isn't coming back. I don't think he already opted out, so he's a free agent. Julius Randle can knock down some threes, though. Yeah, but like he, but he play. He's like the same size as Zion, and Zion, I'm assuming, is already going to be a much better defender than Julius Randle. Probably. Yeah. And I, I think if if you want to spread the ball around a little more, I think I think Zion's a better guy to do that with than Julius Randle. And Miles Turner certainly can play the five, which Zion is a little Zion and Randall are a little undersized for, you know. Um, and Miles Turner is like a thirty-nine percent three-point shooter, which was crazy to me. Like, like I crazy had to, rainbow. Three. I had to double-check the stat. I'm like, no, that can't be right. Like that's not <laughs> possible. But Indiana would never do that because no. they love Miles Turner. They would, never, and he's on a great contract. They would never do that. Right. But you know, fun trade, something like that. You know, they'll try to get a guy like that who can space the floor and help at that five position. What about Kevin Love? 
I mean, the contract's huge, but and that's why I don't think they would do that because then their cap space would be screwed up with Zion on his rookie deal, and then the day you have to pay Zion would be kind of a nightmare. And you got the Griffin connection, but yeah, I, honestly, I don't even know if you could afford all of those guys because Holiday's on his deal right now. They're going to have to give Ingram an extension after this year, and then Lonzo's the year after that, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Lonzo. Like, I think Lonzo would be good connected tissue between all of these guys just because obviously he's not going to demand the ball and, you know, he could pass. He's the coming ball off really the quickly. bench, isn't he? No, I think you start him. I think you have him and Holiday as your backcourt, which defensively is like defensively, this team is already, I, I think, projects to be pretty good. But you got to score. But you, well, I think that mid range scoring wouldn't be the issue. I think it's just the spacing. So the shooting teams would are just going to pack issue. it in. I mean, yeah, that would be an issue. So I mean, they're definitely going to have to get some shooters with the rise of the zone defense. Well, I think the the problem the problem is, or not, it's not a problem. Like they don't have to compete this year, so I think they're okay with the spacing being tight and just letting some of those guys kind of figure out where they fit and everything, and getting Zion. To right, it makes sense to not comp- not try to compete this year. Just yeah. put the yeah, team get one together. more high pick, and then yeah, and then maybe the year after, then you start trying to build some stuff. When you start rushing these moves, that's when you get in trouble. Yeah. Like the Cavs. And this is already like, again, it's not going to be the greatest team, but this is a fun team that, again, defensively is already projects to be pretty good. So, like, they'll be decent. They're just not going to be playoffs, you know? Like, I, mean, I, ma- I, ma- I imagine, like, Lonzo, Ingram, and Zion transition. Like, that's going to be pretty fun. They might be a Clippers like team in that they have a lot of really good guys, but they don't have a great guy. Well, also that they all really try, try hard, hard yes. every night. Defense, and a ton of they're going to win a ton of games. Yeah. Oh, they, they will bother a lot of teams, for right. sure. They're, they might beat some teams. If Zion like, if Zion can shoot and is as good as advertised, like if Zion has like a Luka rookie season, they, they, could be, they could be a lower seed. But again, you can't predict that because we haven't seen Zion play basketball, like pro basketball. No. Right. I mean, I'm not sold on him as a shooter either. Well, I'm not either, but... I mean, I get like his shot isn't broken. This is the first time we've had a high pick in like three years where the shot isn't completely broken. So I'll take that. God, that mm. I had to think back for a few years yeah. to remember who you were talking about. Mm. But yeah, I don't want um, to talk about it. So should we talk about this a little more from the Lakers' perspective? Yeah, um, the Lakers they had to make this trade. Like those guys, those guys really didn't fit that well around LeBron. Yeah, that's the that's the thing I think is lost on a lot of people is like LeBron's not getting any younger. They need to make deals now. They could not wait another year for Davis to hit free agency because yeah, it's very likely he would have gone there. Look, that's the thing. I think we're finally getting to the point where like you have to be a little bit nervous about LeBron because he is getting older and these miles are racking up. Right. And he's not Tom Brady, like he's not like in a position where you're getting hit less or doing less than like other positions on the field right like he's still doing everything and he's right. is he going to be 36 this season uh but this is his 18th 19th season uh, 35 or 36 yeah like Wait, he was 18 in 2003 so 15 years i think he's only 34 so i think he'll be 30 he'll, he'll be 35 i think he'll be 35 like he's got a lot of miles on that body like that's got to be like you want to win before it be, it's too late yeah, because it, it's coming. Like he's not going to be able to play till he's forty at this level. Like ain't happening. I mean, he's still going to be like better than a lot of teams. Like third, yeah, but fourth, he's, and fifth. But players, he's not. But, but he's, he's not going to be LeBron. Be, right. He's not going to be LeBron. He's play. He's been playing the league for too long. Right. Like if he started, like if he went to college and then came out after college, maybe a different story. But he's been playing since high school. Like that adds up. And he's made the playoffs in the 
you know, he's gone all the way to the end. Has he missed the playoffs like twice? He's missed the playoffs three times in his okay. entire career. And I think like he's got obviously he's got the the Brady thing. Like Brady's played two extra seasons in the playoffs. Like I think LeBron's got an extra season in the finals. Or not the finals, but the playoffs. He's made he's made nine, you know, he's made it to the end nine times. He's been in the finals he's, nine. He's times. played a lot more games than everybody else in that time span, right. certainly. So yeah, you needed to compete now. And again, Anthony Davis's potential is not limitless, but probably as close to you as you can get, you know? Right. He like Anthony Davis fits everywhere. He fits with every single team. Yeah. I read he shot 39 on spot up threes. Mm-hmm. 39%, I should say. That's, I mean. Yeah. He can do, I mean, obviously his handle isn't great, but like, and his passing isn't great. But he doesn't but need to be because he has LeBron. There's nothing he does poorly. That's like, one of the things about LeBron that you can't, you can't really take away with age is his passing ability. Yeah, like the instincts and everything. Yeah. Now, so the starting five, and obviously we, we can't talk about projecting like who's going to be the contenders and everything until we get through draft and free agency and everything. And one, more, but, one more thing about what you were just saying about teammates. Anthony Davis is probably the best teammate LeBron has ever, you know, he's going to play with. It's, yes, I, he's I the best teammate he's had and will ever have. Yeah, there's there are very few guys that are better than Anthony Davis. Like very, very few. So starting five. So as uh, the starting five, obviously LeBron, AD, Kuzma, Kuzma. Um, and then Alex Caruso and Isaac Bonga. Well, so that's the thing is we need to wait to see who they get. And if they aren't going to get a max spot, I think it's better for them to not have a max spot. Just that, because I'm, as Golden State has shown us, your starting five can be awesome. But like when you start spending that much money just on a starting five, when you lose one of those guys, everything falls apart. Right. I mean, LeBron last year obviously missed some games. Davis has traditionally been injury prone. And honestly, as we've seen, like LeBron, when LeBron is on the court, LeBron is the system. Right. And I think at this point, it would almost be a waste if you're spending all of this money on like a Kemba Walker or somebody when they're going to be deferring to LeBron anyways. Right. I, so I, I think it's better really to just don't. get like a lot of shooters and role guys with all that money as opposed to spending it all on one guy. It makes way more sense to do that in my mind as well. I mean, I'm actually I'm, very surprised that you said that. I thought you were going to be all no. swept up in the the mania. I, I'm not that irrational, Steve. Okay. Come on. Um, yeah, I mean, they could go all in and get a Kemba, but then they'd be signing people like Vince Carter and more Alex Caruso, <laughs> more Alex Caruso's. But I mean, I'm looking at the market. I, I looked last night a little bit. Now, granted, they will get. They'll probably get a few decent ring chasers. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. But certainly, I think you want to spend money on guys a little more substantial, like. I'm going to throw some money at a Brooke Lopez or something, you know. I'm going to throw some names at you. I want to see what you think. Okay. <clears throat> Miritich, Marjanovic, Looney, Alfred Payton, Stanley Johnson. No Alfred Payton. No Alfred Payton. No Alfred Payton. No, God, no. Uh, <laughs> not on that team. Rondo. Mm. No. Rondo is kind of interesting because he's played with both Davis and LeBron. I think if it was a, a Rondo-Davis team – Yes, but I just, I don't I'm not in love with the Rondo LeBron fit. Yeah, like they're both really really smart, obviously, but I just think like Rondo needs the ball too much to do stuff. Right. That's why like Rondo and Davis work so well because Rondo could just like get the ball to Davis all the time, like it would work. But you know LeBron's gonna have the ball, and then Rondo's just kind of like. Eh, you know, well, LeBron. it might change a little bit with LeBron being older, not having the ball in his hands as much it's, as he used to. Like if if you had Rondo as like your second or like third string point guard and we're like all right like when davis has minutes by himself like you just put rondo in with davis like i think that could work pretty well but 
I, I I'm not Frank Vogel, obviously, so I'm not making those rotations. Right. Um, cousins. I mean, what what about Cousins? Do you think that that would make sense at all? It depends on how much money he's asking for. Like, if if he's asking for like somewhere in that ten million range, sure. Throw what it about out. the mid level exception? Like, would oh, mid level exception, back? sure. I. You think he would run that back? It was they were really good. Now, obviously, look, Boogie's not the same guy. No, like, I mean, do you think he would make would like settle for that amount of money again, or do you think he's going to demand more? I, I think he'll demand more, but I think he'll realize as time goes on that he's going to not get that, or he's only going to get that from like really bad teams. So if it depends, it depends on how much he wants to win. Like if he if he really wants to win, if he if being on a good team is his priority, I bet he goes there. If because if you're the Lakers, I'd probably offer that to him. Because last time those two played together, they were really they were really starting to get really good before he tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans team, yeah, they they so, were. I mean, they were, they and were def- defensively they were really good. Now, obviously, Boogie's not the same right. guy anymore, but Davis can cover for him. That's that's how that's the thing about Davis. He can cover for a guy like that because mm-hmm. he's so good. And I, but the one thing I, I wouldn't want them to stick Davis beyond the perimeter if that happens, you know. No, but I mean that's the thing is he's so mobile and everything he can kind of move around everywhere like pretty easily like it's I don't not wanna... like he's going to camp out with a three point line yeah and they I... they figured it out that year anyways like it wasn't just Davis sitting on the perimeter and Boogie's on it Boogie's a better shooter than Davis yeah like you can put Boogie out on the perimeter honestly it's true so um they could figure that out I think Jeff Green which would be interesting Ugh, but I don't I don't love Jeff Green I'm just saying I, I think he I, would it's come probably going to happen but like don't expect anything of it. No, I don't. I mean, trust me, I saw it. Yeah, in 2018, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> I will always remember the. Do you remember when Embiid got hurt and it was just Simmons with the Sixers like the last like 20 games of the season, and the Sixers played the cat. You probably don't even remember. Oh, I remember. But it was like Simmons is. It was the best game. Of Simmons it was in Philly, career. right? It was in Philly. Yeah, I remember. And they won like 132 to 128. Jeff Green had like 36 points for some reason. I'm like, what? Like, why is he doing this now? <laughs> That, that's the he only had like one good game in that Celtics yeah. series in the conference finals. And that's then, I, whenever I think of Jeff Green, that's what comes to mind is that game against the Sixers. But Rubio, yes, yes. Uh, again, the, the shooting I'm not in love with, but he defers the ball a lot and he's pretty good defensively. So yeah. I could see that happening too. Now, I put down Tobias, but I think that he'd probably have to take a little less money. I think he's, I think he's getting the max, that. he's getting the max, yeah. I think. Like Ari- Philly has to max him. I imagine Brooklyn's going to throw a max at him too. So Ariza, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he would take less too. I think he would too. Yeah, because I don't be- think he's going to get that much. Yeah. Now I mean, he it, was it making seems like fifteen, right? Yeah, he's an interesting guy in that it seems like he's not in love with the whole like the superstar thing, like the whole treatment of those guys. So that could be a little weird for him going to LA. Like that might be a reason why he wouldn't want to go. Played with Harden. Well, no, and that was the thing is like he had issues with Harden. Like it came out like after the fact, like because Harden was basically like treated like Jesus in Houston, and he had some issues with that. It well, he like. probably wouldn't like LA then. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. So that might turn him off a little bit from that. But maybe that was overblown. I don't know. Um, let's see. Also, Dragic. Well, so he he opted in. So oh, he they, did. They would in? have to trade for him, but it sounds like he might get moved. I don't know if the Lakers have honestly enough assets though to trade for people. They don't right have now. any assets. Yeah. <laughs> what assets? They have, no they have assets. Kuzma, LeBron, and Davis. That's pretty much it. They traded all their first rounders. They really did, dude. Um, Wagner? Would they take Wagner? <laughs> no, no. I, that was that was a rhetorical <laughs> <Yeah>. question. 
Um, well, I said a few. Early. So basically, just guys, guys like that, though. Guys, yeah, guys get, like that. Guys like guys that know their role and they're not going to try and demand too much, and they're going to be a little bit cheaper for whatever reason. Well, but I, you don't need like Andre Iguodala because you have LeBron and Anthony Davis. You know, right? I'd like to see Miritich there. The, that would be a pretty good fit, I think. But you'd have to play Boogie at the, or you'd have to play Davis at the five more, which he would have to be okay with. Or you know, you could play Miritich at the five, I guess, too. Yeah, you I mean, play. I don't think it would matter. Um, well, that's the thing is it doesn't. He's really good either way, but he's always just like, I'm a power forward. It's like, dude, like you, you destroyed the league. You played center for like a month and you were like unstoppable. And then he's like, that was oh, like two years ago, right? That was, that was around yeah. the time Portland when they destroyed Portland. It was, that was that year. So it was two. Yeah. So it was two seasons ago now. Yeah. Cause that was, cause Boogie went down and then they went 10 and 0. And he that was so he averaged like 45 points a game. That's watch. The, now, obviously, he's not going to get to those numbers because he's playing with LeBron, and that's just going to take away the volume. Right. But, like, when dude is locked in and, like, wants to be really good, really nobody who can stop him. Right. Um, Other than Embiid, for some reason. Embiid plays Anthony Davis really well, which I don't I don't get. But <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I, I Sixers just... Plug, Sixers plug is done. Okay. <laughs> Sixers plug is done. I just... Like going back to what we said before, I just can't see a scenario where they go after like Kyrie. Like they go, they'll probably go after him, but I just don't think they'll be successful getting no. him. No, they do need a point guard though. Like I would say that's the first priority is they get a defensive minded point guard like Ruby. I w- really wouldn't mind Rubio on that team. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think he's gonna come too expensive either. No, no, certainly not. I mean, it'd just be. Do you think he'll leave Rubio? Yeah, he's already gone. He was a free agent. Oh, he's a free. Mm-hmm. I thought no, but I mean, do you think he'll? resign with utah yeah no i think from what i've seen and stuff it sounds like he's on the way out so like they kind of want to move xm into what he's doing so right um yeah i just they need a guy that's not going to command too much that can run the point because i don't want i don't want lebron to have to handle the ball all the time like he did those last like i yeah i would certainly i would do my i would make it a priority to take the load off of him now certainly davis helps a lot with that and kuzma's pretty good in his own right too yeah but i mean like and he can obviously kuzma is not he's nowhere near that tier like kuzma's is pretty good like can he be the kevin love i think he can be the kevin love not yet you gotta give him time but he's still like when kevin love was playing kevin love was like a six or seven year veteran this is kuzma's third season yeah, yeah, so let's let's give season. let's give Kuzma some time before we. I like Kuzma, I really I, do. I think he's I think he's a good player. I just I'm not ready to call him Kevin Love yet. You know what I mean? Like but Kevin Love. I mean Kevin Love. And, and on, you don't need a Kevin Love because you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. No, I mean a Kevin Love type impact. Can he make a Kevin Love type impact? I mean, offensively, yeah, I think he can replicate that role because and Love was basically useless on defense, which Kuzma um, isn't exactly Kuzma. great in that regard either, but. Yeah, I mean, love was just under love was undersized and misused. I think on because he had to play center a lot, which I he just can't. You know, like right. he can't do. It. And Kuzma can't either. Like they they showed that last. Like Kuzma can't play center. We did. I mean, they got Davis. He can guard all the. Well, fives. so that's the thing is if you actually put Davis at the five, I think Kuzma could be pretty useful because he's not going to be out of place too you often. Put him at the four, and so I, they'll certainly put him in that role, but. I think it'll take him a little bit to adjust to those two guys because he really hasn't had to play with guys that good, really. Right. So. Yeah, I'm just really curious to see who they're going to, you know, fill out the roster with. they got a lot of work to do. They do. They really do. 
And I don't think this is something that's going to be resolved like immediately either. They're probably going to do a little midseason trades here or there with like some second round picks. And but again, they really don't. They really don't have a ton of assets to give out. So they have some. What is the dang thing? They have some dang. Yeah. So they they stretched him. So they're going to have his money on their books for a few more years. Right, but can't they? They could waive that, can't they? No, they can't. That was the thing is they they used the amnesty clause, so they waived him. But then it spreads his con- the rest of the money on his contract into the future. Like so, it's not as all at once, but it's like smaller amounts each year. But there are other avenues that they can use to get guys right. I mean, because like, if <sighs> well, you're, the, yeah, if you're depending saying on, like, depending on their cap situation, like their luxury tax situation, they can get like certain like mid level exceptions, stuff like that, and it increases depending on how far you are in the tax bracket and everything. So they'll have avenues to get guys. They right. just won't be like. Again, like the Warriors, like they're not going to be able to get like really good guys. They're going to be able to get like good to okay guys. Right. I mean, twenty three million is not a lot to play with, yeah. so they're going to be stretching every. But in the end, you have LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think they can figure it out. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that just comes back to the point where they don't need that third guy. They just need a bunch of okay to good, yeah. you know, role players. Yeah. Now looking into how this impacts the league. Certainly, like the West is wide open. The what? Well, the whole league is wide open. I, would I mean, say. Yeah. I mean, I think I think, but the West, especially with Golden State. Yeah, Golden injuries. State's injuries. Like Golden State, I would still expect to make the playoffs, just because you know, like they still have Curry and Draymond. Like they'll they'll make the playoffs. They'll be a Portland like team, I think. That does really good the regular season, unless they get Clay back. Yeah, it's certain. I like. I think they'd be a tough first round opponent, but I wouldn't expect them to get super far. You know, just right because they're their still going to have clay on the books. like they're not going to be content. Like they won't be a contender next year. I don't think just because they they have nobody. That's so fascinating to hear. Like, it, dude, it's just, they collapsed in the span of three days. Like the entire league changed in yeah. one week. And, and now, I, if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, that changes everything. Changes everything because if Ka- Kawhi on that Clippers team, I think I would like more than pretty much every single team. Yeah, I think the supporting cast is way better. Yeah, we top to bottom. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and and Kawhi Leonard, like Kawhi Leonard is really good too. You got Lou Williams that you can come off the bench with. You got Shea Harrell, all those Patrick guys. Beverly. You can throw it. Well, they'd have to resign teams. Beverly. Oh well, yeah, they I do have to resign Beverly. But and that's the thing is the Clippers. The Clippers wouldn't have to gut their roster to get Kawhi. They just have to spend money. They've managed everything so well. Yeah, uh, they've been, done a phenomenal job. But, but I, it would so, kind of suck for them if they did all that just to lose out on him. Mm-hmm. But so there's really there's two scenarios here. There's Kawhi goes to the Clippers or Kawhi goes to the Raptors. If Kawhi goes to the Clippers, I think it's really a three tiered. Th- well, I think it's it's Kawhi and the Clippers above everybody else. And and really, I don't want to anoint the Clippers or the Lakers right now just because we haven't seen them play basketball. Right. Like I I don't. So much has to happen before we. Can the only the only Lakers. team I feel like sure about right now is the Nuggets. Like I feel pretty good about the Nuggets being good next year. Like I can see them being a serious contender in the Western conference just because golden state's gone and they're going to keep their team relatively the same and you can expect maybe a little improvement from jamal murray i don't know yeah um portland i don't know what portland portland we do this every year because it's like they clearly overachieved this year like they were not the second best team in the west this year they weren't no but but they always they just figure the regular season out like they always get a high seed because they just do really well in the regular season do they have any avenues to improve or no the uh Portland? I'm trying to think. Not real unless they dump Evan Turner, not really. Which why wouldn't you if you can? I think yeah, you have to try. But actually we're gonna take a quick break and then we will get right back to Portland. 
So Portland. Portland gets Nurkic back next year, which does help them. But again, I just don't like. Uh, I hate Portland so much, dude. They're so hard because the, the regular they're season, a weird team. They got a collection of misfits. I know they are such an incredibly consistent regular season team. But in the playoffs, they've had the two opposite extremes, right? Like they got swept by Davis because it was a really bad matchup, and then they got all the way to the conference finals this year. Also got swept though. Yes. Uh, and again, another bad matchup. Like they just right. can't. Like if they have a bad matchup, they they have a lot of trouble getting past that. Because... I thought they could have at least taken a game or two. I mean, I was really surprised. I mean, that's just how Golden State's just that good. Like, yeah, I, I didn't expect Dame, them to get swept. Dame was not. Dame, yeah, no, there was just something. Well, I mean, Dame was Dame was super hot, and then Dame got cold, and then he hurt his ribs. So you know, right. like, so he just wasn't going to be the same guy, right? But, um, and I mean, Portland had big leads in all those games. Like they blew double digit leads. Yeah, it wasn't like times. yeah, it wasn't like they weren't like competing. Now I don't know how much of that was just Golden State just being like, yeah, we'll get it, and then they did. Like, <laughs> right. you know, because that's what that's what they do. Right. But um, so I guess the top tier, the top tier, if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, is Clippers, Lakers in no order. Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, Portland. I don't, I don't know about Houston. Yeah, I don't know. Just because Paul Oklahoma City. And you wouldn't throw them in the top tier? Well, no, because the, the top tier can't be like five or six teams, you know, because then it's not right. the top tier. And they're no, they're I, up there, I mean, just based on things that have happened. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, they were the sixth seed last year, and I don't see them getting better. No, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending Westbrook. <laughs> I'm not defending Westbrook. I'm just saying, like, with things that have happened. Like, they're in the tier below the top tier, I would say, just because Golden State has to move down. Obviously, like, Oklahoma City moves up. I would put them about the same tier as Houston right now. Houston, Houston makes me I like, nervous. I think I like them better than Houston, just because Houston, I think, has completely destroyed their roster with contracts. That well, I just think Houston is pretty much going to be the same team as last year. And if Harden has to do more carrying, like he's shown, he can do that. So I think that they'll be, they'll be okay, just because Hard again, Harden can just do the whole like I'm going to average 36 points a game because I'm taking 50 shots. Like he can do that again. Um, if he gets hurt, they're done. Like if he if he or right. if he slows down because of the load he's carrying, yeah, that's going to be a big problem for them. Because Paul Paul's not going to get any better, certainly, and he's getting older. I would be pretty nervous if I was a Rockets fan right now. Yeah, that's one of the worst contracts in the league right now. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. It's up there with John Wall, but yeah, I love how John Wall is just like unanimously like worst contract. He's like the that's benchmark great. for like really terrible contracts. Yeah. It's great. Oh god, it's such a bad deal. <laughs> um, so, so the top tier. So the top tier. I'm putting Denver, LA, Denver, LA, LA, LA and Portland. I uh, Portland, and again, like the Portland thing. I don't. I feel wouldn't put them about, up there. But last that. year, I didn't have them making the playoffs, and they made the Western Conference Finals. Like they just have the regular season figured out. Like they just do because yeah. Dame Dame knows Dame is the most consistent player in the league, other than Kevin Durant. Like day in day out, Dame is going to get you like. 26, 3, and 7. Like One, one team does. I'm kind of interested in is San Antonio. I don't know. Like, DeMar like, gets in. I don't think they're going to, like, win anything by any means. But, like, conceivably with the coaching staff and how consistent they've been, if they could get somebody else there. I think it depends. On, I want to see how Lonnie Walker does this year. Because he really did, he was hurt for most of the last year, and then he really didn't show anything when he was healthy. And they get DeJounte Murray back. But Yeah, that's and, huge. And DeMar DeRozan gets comfortable. But... Demar, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm Aldridge, not a Demar guy. And Aldridge is getting older. 
I don't know. Like, and their young guy, a lot of their young guys are coming back from injuries, so it might take a little while for them to get comfortable. But if anyone can do it, it's the Spurs. God, the West is wide open, though. You're right. There's so many teams. Like, there's so many teams. There's so many teams where it's like, yeah, they could make the playoffs. Like, Golden State's going to make the playoffs. Golden State's going to make the playoffs. I'm not. I'm yeah. not going to talk myself out of Golden State missing the playoffs. Right. But but with how competitive the Dallas, West is, yeah, Dallas is one team. Like Dallas could of. get better depending on if how KP looks. We're not going there with Phoenix. No, we're not going there with Phoenix. <laughs> not, not, we're never, not doing that again. again. Kings? Wait, no, we can actually do that with the Kings though. Oh yeah, the Kings. Dude, we're so giving the Kings. Teams. We're giving the Kings love this year. Oh god, dude, there's so we have we owe the Kings so much love. Oh yeah, we owe the Kings so much love. God, we were so terrible to them last year. <laughs> they were so good. Oh. Um, there's there are like ten teams that can make the play. I don't think Memphis. Yeah, Memphis is another one where it's just because I think Morant's going to need a year to get there. You know. Yeah. Um, and I I would expect the Grizzlies to trade Conley. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it makes sense. Which could be happening over draft day. Who knows? Conley to the Celtics. Conley to Utah. Conley to Indiana. <laughs> oh, Utah's another one. Oh God, we didn't even talk about Utah, did we? No. Yeah, and Utah's gonna be. Utah, if, Utah, I would put Utah in over. If Utah gets a star point guard, yeah, I would feel, actually. I would feel pretty good about Utah. I'd feel. I would put Utah, that over Portland. Yeah, I, I actually probably would. How do we forget about Utah? Yeah, I probably would too. So many teams. That's there's why. so many. How many did we just list? Did we just list eleven? San teams? Antonio. So there's San Antonio, Utah, Portland, Oklahoma City, Houston, L.A., L.A., Golden State, Golden State, Dallas, Dallas, Denver. Did you say Kings? No, Kings. That's eleven. That's eleven. Did you say Utah? Yeah. Oh my God, that's eleven teams. Too. So we're not counting Phoenix. We're not counting Memphis. That's two. So there would only be two more teams that we're forgetting um, in the West. Man, this is Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, and Pelicans. Pelicans. So eh, I mean, I think I just I don't think the Pelicans. They'll be the fun West. Is, the West is too deep. Yeah, they they will be a fun team. They'll be the Kings this year. Right. Yeah. yeah, a slightly worse version, I think. Yeah. Hmm. So that yeah, that's interesting. And now let's say Toronto, and then the East. If Kawhi goes to the Clippers, the East is, is not as deep. No, but it's, it's, it's more still, top heavy. It's still going to be. It'll be Philly and Milwaukee for sure. Indiana, Toronto. I think Indi- I think Indiana is going to get one of those point guards too. So I think yeah. Indiana is going to take. If Indiana they could get D'Angelo Russell, yeah, that's which what, would be a pretty that's good fit. Talk of the time is. that would make them better. That would make them better. Yeah. Um, I would put them because I think people forget before Oladipo got hurt, they were the three seed. They were good. They were pretty good. They were fun to watch. Um, um, Celtic. I'm just Boston. Not feeling... I, I don't know. I, I think if Kyrie leaves, if Kyrie le- if Kyrie leaves, I think that's then they're running. Like Brad's their, their system. chemistry issues are gone, but Kyrie Irving still makes you better at basketball. Like All right. if in and that, be if, that fun... means, if that means giving Terry Rozier more touches, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So if they get a guy like Mike Conley, certainly that boosts their stock quite a bit. I think Gordon Hayward is going to be better. But, I could see them offloading him at some point. But I think I, I could see them doing that. But I I personally would try and give him another year just because I think there's still a pretty good basketball player underneath that injury. Right. Um Brooklyn. Horford's gonna get older though. Yeah. Brooklyn, are we gonna we're just gonna assume they get Kyrie? Yeah. Maybe they get Harris. I don't know. Yeah. Um so Brooklyn will be good. I think it's going to take them a year, though. Again, Kyrie with the young guys, we don't know how that's going to work out. So I'm a, a little cautious with them. But Kyrie certainly, again, makes you better at the very least. Right. And then, so it's pretty much just those teams, though, right? 
Yeah, I mean, well, Toronto. I, if if Kawhi leaves, yeah, Toronto. I'm not. Siakam's good, but he's not that good. I felt yeah. like I was forgetting someone, but um, maybe I'm Piston. Not, no, not, no, I'm not really that worried. Not Orlando. Pistons, not Orlando. And then none of the bad teams are really gonna. Yeah, I was looking at the lottery because the Knicks. Not, the Knicks because KD's not coming back this right. year at the very least. So. The Knicks were like the one team like two weeks ago where you thought, yeah, they could make that rise out of the lottery, like. Dwellers, but, yeah, but, but Kevin Durant's gone. So, and then Bulls, Cavs, no, no, Hawks, no. They could uh, be interesting, yeah. though. They could be interesting if they I get think, if they get somebody. I would actually, I, I'd feel better about the Hawks than I would like in Orlando or Detroit. Right. I, I feel, yeah, because they have what three first rounders. Yes, and they could a even, lot of cap space. And if if they take if they trade eight and ten up to get RJ Barrett, which people have predicted, I don't know. I, I think if I'm the Knicks, I just take RJ Barrett. But if the Hawks were to get like an RJ Barrett type of guy, that would be interesting. Yeah. They have a lot of young guys and they can improve, you know, and again, they play really fun. Yeah. So um, I would actually put them closer to like that borderline playoff tier. Than, yeah. I think that they'll make the playoffs. Like, cause I think Trey, cause the I bottom, really the like bottom of the East again is really not that impressive. Right. Like, and especially if Fucevic leaves Orlando. Yeah. Like that was the only thing keeping them there. Yeah. I'm not, you and I both aren't Obama guys. I don't think Charlotte, that's another team we forgot. That'd be interesting. I mean, they can't really do much. Outside really of resigning, oh, and the Heat, yeah, but they're both kind of stuck in purgatory. Yeah, so I wouldn't really expect anything from them this season. They're stuck in no man's land, unless Miami sure. actually trades for Chris Paul for some reason, which would be ludicrous. <laughs> like, be... They're they're losing that Tyler Johnson contract finally. Yeah, which is good. Um, but so I think the two main contenders you'd be looking at are or the three main contenders you'd be looking at from the East if Kawhi leaves are Philly, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and Indiana. Yeah, and then if Kawhi stays. I think you just add Toronto back into that tier, but I don't think they'd be as good as they are last year. Like I think they'd be slightly below the other three teams. And depending what Brooklyn does, you could they would be up there too. Yeah, but it, it depends on who that second guy that they get. I'd say just because yeah. I don't I don't think Kyrie with the team they have now is enough to get to that tier. I don't understand why they wouldn't keep Russell. Like, well, because Kyrie and Russell like defensively would be atrocious, and I, I don't I, I'm just I'm not comfortable with a the offensive fit either between Russell and Kyrie. Cause I think, I think they would just take away from each other a little too much or it's like, it's redundant. I think it's better to say. Kind of reminds me of Portland a little bit, kind of the same dynamic a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, obviously neither of those two are as good a passers as Dame. Right. You know? Um, and I would say like, they already have guys like Karis Levert who can like kind of make their own shot and, and Dinwiddie. Yeah, and I just I think that's too many cooks in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, like Indiana, yeah, they, they actually do have guys. Indiana like needs a guy like that because they really only have Oladipo that can create his own shot consistently. Like they right. need a second guy like that. But Brooklyn already has enough. Where I think if you're going to get Kyrie, you might as well just let Russell go. Right. All right. Yeah. So um, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. I mean, the NFL stuff is getting a little too far away for us to talk about. I mean, Wentz got paid, but you know that's that was expected. So. OBJ showed up. OBJ OBJ showed up. Um, okay, so we talked about it earlier. So what we are going to do is the draft is on Thursday. The draft is on Thursday. We are going to wait until Monday just in case there's any trades that come up like a little bit after the draft and everything. So we'll do our reacts to the draft, and we'll do a preview of free agency, which starts up on the that next Sunday, the 30th. And then we're going to do another podcast on Monday – after all the major free agent signings have happened, we're going to react to those and kind of the implications for the league. So we got our next two weeks here planned out, which is nice. Yep. 
So, all right, it's been fun. Uh, the Austin Steve Experiment is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Everywhere. Everywhere you can get your podcasts. Uh, leave a review, like, subscribe, tell other people about it. Thanks for listening, guys.